and welcome to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. I'm Brendan McGear, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times Woonsocket Call, and happy to join, be joined today by a special guest. His name is Jair Davis, incoming freshman guard slash forward at Providence College. Jair, how are you doing out there today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, talk about yourself and uh, get uh, PC basketball fans a chance to know uh, one of the new players for next season. All right, let's let's uh, let's dive right into the questions. And when I say you're officially a Providence College Friar, Jair, what are the first thoughts that pop into your mind? Um, really kind of just like the slogan, us, we are the family Friars. Uh, it's really cool to be a part of the family. Um, that's like a family, and a family is something you can really just see as soon as you get to campus and as soon as you see the way the guys interact with the coaching staff. So that was something that really stuck out to me, and that's something that I really look forward to. It's kind of what Providence is all about to me. You visited the uh, PC campus uh, in official capacity in December, correct? Yes. Um, what were you, just your general takeaways, uh, you know, visiting the campus? Uh, did you have a chance to take in a game, and what was it being like around the, the coaching staff and the players? Really, honestly, as soon as I got off the flight, Coach Battle actually came to pick me up from the airport. And by the time I made it to my hotel, which is right next to the dunk, actually, I knew something was, like, special about the place. Um, it just felt different. Like, it felt like they were such, like, normal people. They were awesome to talk to. And you can tell, you can tell they always, like, genuinely cared about me. So that's something that kind of stuck out to me. Between uh, the end of your uh, your visit to PC and then when you officially verbal, how often were uh, Coach uh, Ed Cooley and uh, Coach Battle in contact with you and, uh, you know, the coaching staff and your family down in uh, Delaware? Uh, for that month? So the month that it took me to decide to actually commit, I was talking to them like every day. Uh, after practice, both of them would be calling me, asking how practice was, they would be asking about how school was, how my family was going. So that's something that made it really cool, too. I feel like I got so close to them over that short amount of time. You know, go back to uh, that first week in January. Uh, how big of a weight was it off your shoulders once you committed? That was really cool, um, especially with doing a lot of interviews and stuff like that. Uh, it was really cool to just know that I had set what I was going to do next year in a school that I felt really comfortable with and I knew a school that really wanted me that was still big time in a great school in an awesome environment. So it was really cool just to get that weight off my shoulders. Uh, and I assumed that it allowed you to, like, finish out your season at uh, Sanford School, uh, you know, give you some uh, peace of mind. Oh, yes, because I uh, knew what team I was going to be cheering for watching college basketball. I knew what teams to always watch. So it was really cool to know where I was going and really become, like, an official fan, too, for that year. You know, it was about three and a half months between when you verbaled and you were able to officially sign your national level tent. Did the wait feel like an eternity? Because, uh, you know, you're walking around with this, you know, you want to do it, you want to do it, but you have to wait a little bit. What Did it feel like uh, it took forever before you actually got to when you were able to sign your national letter of intent? Uh, it was actually really cool to sign my national letter of intent. Um, no, it was like, it really made things official. So, of course, I mean, nothing was going to happen to change that, but it was just awesome to be able to really sign it and solidify everything. You know, obviously the plan was to probably have a huge ceremony in the school gym, surrounded by teachers, your family, your teammates, your basketball yeah. coaches. Um, but you but you kind of went about a different creative way. Uh, you know, you staged a ceremony right outside your house. So who deserves credit for uh, for putting that all together? Yeah, really, it's my family, my grandparents, my mom. They kind of put, a, put that all together. Um, they contacted all my friends and all other people close to me, and they had everybody uh, across the street kind of – and everybody was in their car, and they got to see me sign. And everybody uh, drove by the parade, 
and congratulating and stuff like that. So it was really cool. Even though it couldn't be like a formal at the school ceremony, it was still really special to me. You were able to still get have your moment, and you know, people for people who right, don't yes. understand that, you know, that's a big deal to have your signing ceremony. You, know, you work probably a very long time to get to that point, and right. you know, and to have the uh, the current pandemic situations, uh, I give you and your family a ton of credit for going about it in a different creative way and still kind of marking the occasion. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely thankful for that because a lot of kids um, had to do their signing, like with just their parents. And I mean, it's still special. But it was awesome to be able to, it was everything going on, it was awesome to be able to have everybody I cared about there to be able to help celebrate me. You know, generally the spring of your senior year of high school, you know, kind of represents a prime chance for you to work on your individual game since there's no more AAU basketball to kind of plan around. You know, to that end, you know, what areas of your game you kind of worked on that will allow you to hit the ground running upon reaching PC? Um, probably one of the biggest differences I would say that I've been making is in my body. I've been doing a lot of different things to my body and get more cut, getting faster, stronger. And then I've been making sure I'm shooting the ball at a high level. I'm actually able to get into a gym around here. So I'm lucky for, well, I'm happy about that too. So around here, I'm always in a gym, able to work out and keep improving. So I'm ready when I get there. You know, what kind of feedback have you received from your future fire teammates and how reassuring is it that you've already, that they've already taken like a strong interest in you and does that date back to the connection you made with them when you came to PC for your visit? My kid for my visit, Jared was my shadow. So, and his roommate is Greg. So, me, Jared, and Greg got really close. And then, since I committed, I got close with David and AJ. And those guys always look out for me and uh, give me advice and tell me what it's like and tell me about like the biggest jump from high school to college. So, it was really cool to be so welcomed by them. You know, how would you describe your game? Uh, more of an inside-outside threat? And uh, do you think the game has kind of slowed down for you at the point where, you know, you can read and react based on what the defense is uh, playing? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the thing that when I talk to Coach Cool, the thing that me and him like me so much he talked about is uh, my versatility. So I would say, like, there's not two things basketball-wise that I can't do offensively. So um, I think I can be used in a lot of different ways uh, around the basket, on the perimeter. So I feel like that's one of the strongest suits that I have in my game. You know, besides the, bit, the relationships you were able to build with the PC coaching staff, how big of a style of play in your uh, part of your decision process, knowing that Coach Cooley likes to have players who can play multiple positions? Uh, that was really big to me. Um, actually, my visit, Coach Cooley um, had a film pulled up of all different types of plays they have that would fit my play style, and it was really cool to see that. And know that other big guards like myself had gone there it was really cool to see. And I knew that like what he does would fit how I play and give me a chance to be successful. Now you have a you know incredible backstory where you made your high school team at Sanford School as an eighth grader. You know what was that experience yeah. like? Um, it was actually awesome. I mean, I was thirteen to fourteen, and I was playing with you know, big kids. So you know, in middle school, all the other kids thought it was so cool that I was even play with high schoolers and. Uh, it really gave me confidence, especially for my next ninth grade year. In eighth grade, I was like our sixth man. So, and we had really other good players. So I got a chance to like kind of sit back and still be an important piece on the team, but I didn't have so much pressure on me. And then that kind of prepared me for the rest of high school with taking more of a leadership role. You were around uh, Team USA for parts of three seasons. Uh, you know, your yes. experience culminating in 2018 went the USA Basketball 3-on-3 three -three National Championships in Argentina. How level competition really helps shape you as a player and give you confidence at the same time? Um, it really is kind of eye-opening. Uh, it kind of gives you kind of like reality about how many basketball players there are out there. 
and how hard you have to work to make sure that you stay up with everybody else. Uh, it was awesome. You recognized as one of like the top players around the country and blessed to be on the team. So it was a really cool experience. Now, you had a knee injury that forced you to miss some time in the AAU circuit, specifically the yes. period of time heading into your senior year. Probably the most, maybe the most valuable time for a college right. recruit. Um, what schools were interested in you before the injury, and you know, did some of them cool off as a result of you being out at a time when it allowed other prospects to really you know, shine? Yeah, there were a lot of other high school before everything happened. Um, that's what I was saying. I valued a lot about Coach Quinn, Coach Battle, even when I was hurt. And, you know, my stock started to go down. People kind of forgot about me. They, I was never, I never felt, like, forgotten about by them. So that's something I was really valuable with me, that even when I was hurting, some people had doubts about me that they never really doubted me, which is kind of cool to see. Officially, when did uh, PC enter the picture, uh, you know, grade-wise, and when did they offer you? So I think Coach Battle came to open gym, I believe, 10th grade. I think it was the beginning of 10th grade. It might have been 9th grade. It was either beginning of 10th grade or beginning of 9th grade. Coach Battle came to open gym. And then they asked me this after the open gym. Now, for th- fans who don't know, uh, Coach Battle has a, a relationship with uh, your high school coach, uh, Stan Waterman, uh, dating back to uh, when uh, he Coach uh, Waterman played. He was a guard at the University of Delaware during the 80s when Jeff Battle was a uh, graduate assistant. How much did right. uh, that relationship help with your decision as well? I would say, you know, his relationship with Coach Battle definitely was something that could get Coach Battle um, help him interested in me. And then when Coach Battle got there, made sure to perform and everything. And then Coach Battle talked about what you want my game. So I was definitely a part of it, I would say. Um, have you thought about what do you make major at PC? Or is that still uh, to be determined? I think about that a lot, actually. I'm not really sure what I'm going to major in. Um, right now I'm undecided. So maybe after the first year or so, I'll try to find something that I can go into. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, shifting away from basketball, what are the things you enjoy uh, when you're away from the court? Um, really, I enjoy the types of things, like hanging out with friends, family, um, you know, play video games, all types of normal stuff that other kids do. Uh, what are some of your favorite athletes and uh, your some of the favorite teams you like to follow? Um, well, teams-wise, actually, I'm a really big football guy. So, like, the, the, my favorite team, like, almost any sport is the Eagles. So I followed the Eagles a lot during football season. Um, Athletes-wise, growing up when I was younger, when I was in eighth grade, Jason Taylor was my favorite high school basketball player. So that's why I actually uh, looked up to since I was younger. And then, you know, like the normal, like the groups that everybody else followed as well. You know, obviously being an Eagles fan, you can certainly uh, rub uh, Patriots fans a little bit when you come up here and reminding them that uh, they beat them in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah, me and Coach Corey actually talked about the Super Bowl and Eagles being the Patriots when I was there. Coach <laughs> Battle was a big Eagles fan too. There you go. So you got that connection. You know, you can talk about uh, Carson Wentz and, uh, you know, whether he can make it through another season or not. <laughs> right. Um, have you had a chance to watch the the last dance and, you know, just your general takeaway? Someone you, you didn't. Grow up watching Michael Jordan, but you know, I, no doubt you saw plenty of Kobe Bryant and uh, LeBron James. What was it? What's it been like, maybe seeing uh, an inside look to uh, Michael Jordan at the end of his career with the Bulls? It's been really cool. Um, you know, growing up, you always hear like older guys talk about how great Michael Jordan was and stuff like that. So the last dance uh, has really given me a chance to kind of see it for myself, per se. Um, and there's a lot of things I actually learned from it, like this, even some of his competitiveness, how hard he was playing, how he made it change better. I say those things that every basketball player can take from watching his documentary. 
Jair, you're officially off the hot seat. Um, you know, thank you, thank you everybody for uh, listening to today's podcast, and we'll be back with a fresh episode of Ocean State Sidelines pretty soon. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Yes, sir.